0: Alrighty, it's the 5th of June, 6.39am, Saturday, here in Australia, Friday in the US of A, and in a couple hours we're kicking off the Neville Goddard Summit. It's so cool to be a part of something without running it. (laughs) I'm usually the one running this show. See, that's a state. So is just being a participant and a promoter. See, that's a state. Neville talks about falling so in love with a state. Neville talks about identifying with the state. Feel free to identify with lovely states. Feel free to notice how you do that. How do you fall in love with a state? How do you identify with it? Because there's a process that you go through once you start noticing that, then it's a lot easier for you to, well, deliberately identify with states that you choose and to let die states that you don't. In some ways, it feels like death whenever you let an old state go. I used to watch people, you know. I still do. I still watch people. But I remember years ago, God, we're looking at thirty some years. I'd go to lunch with a friend of mine and he would panic every time he ordered lunch. He didn't panic before ordering, he'd panic after, he'd make his decision. And as the waitress, the waiter would walk away and watch him shift, watch him breathe, watch him like his lips blink real fast. I'd say, what's that about? And he said, you know, I, I've got this thing, right? He tells me about this disorder he has. See, here's what I noticed. See, it was back then that I took my first trainings in NLP. The old stuff, not the new stuff. I'm not a fan of the new stuff, generally. I mean, there's some good people out there, don't get me wrong. But I was taught to notice stuff and help people notice stuff differently. And, and I noticed, I mean, we had a little bit of a conversation, and I noticed that he was panicking because, well, something died. The moment he made a decision, cheeseburger with fries, God, suddenly the him that has all the options just died. And he's panicking about that. See, a lot of people don't notice that. <clears throat> you see, a lot of people... And they just feel, whew, that's over. And they enjoy the cheeseburger. But but he'd sit there, he'd eat his cheeseburger. And then look around like, oh my god. But they've got a hamburger. Oh, that one's got a chicken burger. Oh my god. Fries. Maybe I should have got something different. Maybe chicken and mashed potatoes. Yeah, yeah. Wrong restaurant. (laughs) See, I want you to get this. Something has to die. See, you get to give life to dead states by letting some old you die. And sometimes it feels like death. Sometimes you notice it. It's sort of like... I I remember the end of my childhood. I remember growing up. I remember realizing, you know what? I'm the man of the house now. I remember looking at girls differently. See, there's two sides to the coin. One, I became the man of the house my mom and dad got divorced, my grandma died she lived with us part time so I I became the man of the house about the same point in time puberty hit, thank god (laughs) but two kinds of stressors right, one a perceived negative, one a perceived positive but it was like the child in me temporarily had to die so that the young man and I you know could could grow, could do what needed done to take on part-time jobs to help out. To uh, find myself feeling awkward and interested in girls instead of just thinking they were icky like a little boy does. Ooh, girls. Oh, girls. Ooh, dear. See, all your life, old yous get to die. I used to work for a living. I used to work hard for a living. I used to 9 to 5, everyone. I'd be the first one in, the last one out. Hoo-ha. I remember more than once I got commended on that. See, I'm not a fan of working hard long hours. Right? Nut missions. I was also the nut mission guy for quite a few jobs. Yeah, give it to 20. He'll do it. He gets shit done. I still get things done, but now I'm a systems guy. You know, what if you doubled your income and worked half the time, doubled your income and worked half the time again? How would your friends talk about you? See, some people, they're worried about how their friends would talk about, oh, he doesn't even work. He doesn't work like us. He doesn't understand the value of a dollar. See, I find it interesting because anytime someone tells me that, I just go, right, you don't understand the value of time or systems or strategies because I used to work 40, 60 hours a week. I used to sit in traffic. I used to have my next car lined up, you know, like thinking about right, what am I going to buy next? Because I'm running this one into the ground driving all over the countryside. See, so you get to get comfortable with letting go of what you don't want, you get to get comfortable with surrendering too. Who you choose to be. And here's the cool thing. You've been doing it all your life. And if you explore doing it lovingly, if you explore doing it in dream-driven day, you know there's a crass commercial, here's part of it. Ready? One of the things that we explore is the power of anticipation. See, I anticipate, oh my god, what's the whiskey of the month going to be like? I belong to the Australian Whiskey Club. It's called uh, thewhiskeyclub.com.au. And every month they send me two bottles of expensive, of exclusive whiskey. I love, I love expensive, exclusive whiskies. But given to my own devices, I'll pick the same one every time. That's a That's unknown. It's LaFroeg, right? It's the expensive one. Well, not the real expensive one. The real expensive one's like 3000 bucks a bottle. But I'll go for the one that's about $150 any day of the week, right? Yep. I spend that much money, I'm get something I like. But on the other hand, the Whiskey Club sends me two bottles a month at about the same price, exclusive and expensive, stuff I've never tried before. And so I get to anticipate, ooh, I wonder what cigar will go with this one. I wonder if it will go with chicken or fish. I wonder if I'll order some extras. I wonder if they'll have any extras. (laughs) I wonder how much they'll be. How fast they'll get here. See, I've built a life based on anticipation. Whenever you build a life based on... I'm looking forward to the events of my day already having gone my way. See, I wake up anticipating. And before my feet hit the floor, I put half a dozen to a dozen buns in the bed. (laughs) Buns in the oven. (laughs) I want a Kinky Friedman song. Put your biscuits in the oven and your buns in the bed. Anyway. See, I put half a dozen to a dozen buns in the oven before I get out of bed. Stuff like this podcast. Stuff like enjoying my emails in the morning. Stuff like having had. See, the last thing I do during the day before Victoria and I settle in for the night is I jump back in the portable, the disposable hot tub and I stretch and I allow my muscles to, ah, that. And so I imagine that before I get out of bed. I imagine the last trip to the portable, disposable hot tub before I get out of bed in the morning. Having had a day that is just ultimately satisfying, lovely. Because when you let it become 100% about you and your day, it all becomes play. And then putting buns in the oven never seems like a chore. seems like that's the natural thing to do because here's the thing, guys. You're naturally putting buns in the oven all day long. Some people put shit bread in the oven. Some people put short bread in the oven. Some people, well, they hope someday what they made comes out. I'm not a fan of putting shit bread in the oven. By the way, you want to know how easy it is to get into the state akin to sleep? Watch somebody worry. They'll actually slow down. Oh, my God. Then they'll have an imaginal act. Then they'll speed up. Oh, my God, I can't believe it. See, that's how easy this can be. Don't for one minute believe that you don't imagine every day, all day. You do question is, are you going to do it from what we call the master state, the state of active imaginer? Are you going to allow yourself to fall so in love, to surrender to something lovely? Or are you going to be an addict to your stories, your drama, your traumas, your histories? I'm inviting you to explore the mystery of you. So that's it, guys. DreamDrivenDay.com. The doors are open. 30 people, 30 days of play, private Facebook group, 3 live group calls But go there and read the stuff I'm going to share some videos too Because I want you all to get what happens when somebody plays the way that we teach Don't let this become a war Don't let this be conceptual Let it be about you and your day Because if you own your day, you own your destiny And that's what I got today Dreamdrivenday.com. Have a great day. Join us. The seats are going to go fast. See ya.